years ago I asked her, I said, Elizabeth, what is exit planning to you? What's the essence of exit planning to you? And you paused for a minute and you said, it's asking questions. Hello, this is Elizabeth Mower, president of BEI. And I'm John Brown, the founder of BEI. Each episode, we take you into the world of exit planning, sharing the stories, struggles, and opportunities of business owners and their advisors. We'll get into this episode's conversation right after this. As an advisor, you have the technical skills to assist business owners in exit planning. However, few advisors know how to package the process and use it to drive the demand for their service. Learn how when you attend an upcoming bootcamp workshop. Visit exitplanning.com forward slash bootcamp to see the latest schedule and to register. That's exitplanning.com forward slash bootcamp. Don't miss the opportunity to take advantage of all exit planning can offer and to set yourself apart from the competition. John, we've been talking lately about business owners and sort of the stories that that define our work with them and the things that kind of turned us in a particular direction in our practice. And you have a story that I've heard a couple of times that I thought you might want to share about that and it's kind of this this Friday story. So if you know the story that I'm talking about, maybe you can maybe you can share that story with us today and and uh, and we can use it to talk about some things that we see with business owners and and their sort of way of dealing with planning. Sounds great. So thank you, Elizabeth. I thought that we'd start our very first podcast talking about my very first exit planning client, which was roughly 40 years ago, 30 or 30 or 40 years ago. Um, that there were two brothers, they owned a large construction company, actually not even in Colorado, and had done their pretty much their estate planning for them, a little bit of business work, but it was just a lawyer-client relationship. And, and they made it, uh, an appointment with me, sat down, and they said, John, you know, you, you've done our estate plans, you've worked with our business a little bit. We're wondering if you could help us plan to leave our business and I was a young attorney so I thought gosh that really sounds interesting of course I'd never done it before so I said sure I think I can help you when would you like to leave and they said Friday and that stunned me and it made me realize that they didn't know what to do I didn't know how to help them so that that really then led to me starting to think about how can we help owners develop a plan to perhaps leave their business, but just develop some forward thinking on the part of owners so that they don't come to us and say, I'd like to leave and I'd like to leave in two days. That doesn't quite give us enough time. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And I did, I, I was thinking about that story and remembering that, that, in the early days of my practice, when I spent a lot of time sort of sitting in meetings with business clients and listening to them talk about their issues and their goals and what they wanted to do, uh, my observation was that there was sort of a pattern that, that sort of builds on the Friday theme, which was that we had a lot of planning conversations with business mm-hmm. owners 
in the sort of late summer and fall every year. And eventually I started calling it sort of the summer vacation phenomenon and that they had gone on vacation maybe with their family or maybe with their buddies and they had taken a couple of days off or maybe even a couple of weeks and they had experienced life outside of their business or their office or wherever they were spending most of their time and they would think, oh, I like this. This is this is pretty good. What do I have to do to get more of this? And we would end up with meetings all through the fall, every year, year after year, with, with owners coming in and saying, I think I would like to back away from my business. I think I would like to figure out what I can do to sell my business and all kinds of questions along those lines. And so it wasn't quite as abrupt and surprising as the Friday story. But I think overall, there were kind of a lot of business owners who, when given a taste or, a, or a, some insight into what things might be like, uh, they thought, I, maybe, I could do, maybe I could do more of that. And, uh, and they hadn't really thought about it before. So what do, you think that, what do you think that was going on with those clients in particular and the other clients that you worked with that made them uh, sort of, you know, why were they not doing any thinking about the future until it was upon them or until they were in sort of an urgent situation? Why were they not doing anything sooner? Well, if I absolutely knew the answer to that, uh, life would be different for business owners, certainly. But I think what I learned from Friday, and then as we started to do some exit planning in our old law firm, I realized that owners, they don't know what to do. I mean, they might, so the, the two brothers, and the two Friday brothers, they were great businessmen. They had a, a construction firm that had 150 or 200 employees. They knew the construction business, but they had no idea of how to develop a process or a plan for them to leave the business and accomplish whatever it is they would want to accomplish when they left the business. So I think a lot of it is, you know, they finally sensed, in your example, you know, a desire to maybe do something other than the business, but they don't even know how to get started. So I think that's a major issue. And I think another issue is that, and I blame myself for this, I didn't ask them when they were my business owner clients before the Friday meeting, hey, have you guys ever thought of someday leaving your business? Uh, are you guys getting burned out? How do you feel about your relationship to the business? I didn't ask any of those questions. I was just a nerdy lawyer. Right, yeah. and now we're talking about we talk about estate planning and how it doesn't take into account what's going to happen with the business, and it doesn't effectively address what's going to happen with the business, and, and you sort of were that person that at that estate yeah. planning lawyer back yeah. then and that was just because you didn't know I think what questions to ask I didn't even know enough to know I should be asking questions it was so I think in the whole area of exit planning and that's one reason why we all started BEI was there is profound lack of knowledge on the part of owners and on the part of their advisors, for the most part, hopefully that's changing a little bit through through what we and others are doing, on the need to plan, the need to think about what the future holds for you and your company, and then the need to start acting on that plan. So I think those are big issues that, that hopefully this podcast and, and our involvement in the business advisory community will shed more light 
more knowledge on on all of that. Right, and I can, you know, obviously I came into the planning practice a little bit later and was able to sort of learn from the from the experiences of people who had gone before me who had done a lot of work with business clients to help them sort of achieve their goals for the future. And yet I still, when I was developing my own practice, I kind of made my own mistakes. And and uh, one of the things I remember doing wrong that I try to teach in our educational programs now is that I uh, several times business clients came in and said, uh, can you help me do this? And so I specifically remember one mm-hmm. client came in and I met with them alone. So I was advanced enough in my practice that I could do the work alone, but I wasn't that, I wasn't as good at really being sort of a trusted advisor. So these people come in, husband and wife, they have a business, they want to do something, some kind of, you know, we heard that you could help us create an incentive plan for our top people in the company. Can you help us do that? And, you know, and I sort of went off on them and said, well, you know, we don't really start there. The way we start is by trying to understand uh, business owners' goals. And so I really need to understand your goals first. I need to understand more about your company. And I could sense during this meeting that I was irritating them. And the problem was that they had asked for a specific thing, and I was completely redirecting them into this process that worked better for me. And what I ended up learning after messing that up several times in kind of the same fashion was that when a business client comes in and says, can you help me get out by Friday? Can you help me with this particular thing in my business? Can you? I had another client come in and drop a stack of documents on the table and say, this is, this, this is the um, stock option plan that my biggest competitor has. I got a copy of it. Can you do the same one for me? <laughs> and, and I, and well, I need to really start at step one of the process with you. And that was not the right way to do it. What I needed to say is, absolutely, I can help you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we can do something for your employees, for your management team, for your you know, risk prevention in your company, whatever it was that they came in to see me about. I needed to sort of, you know, go to what's now sort of more better known as improv training and say, yes, and I can do an even better job of helping you if I know some of this underlying stuff. So let me, let me try to understand a little bit. So I think Friday clients, the ones who I went on summer vacation and the others, if the advisors can just say, yes, I can help you, and my help will even be a little bit more robust if we talk a little bit more about you and your company and your future. Yeah. So so that is a major point in what we're going to try to do in all of these podcasts is to make advisors aware of what they can be doing. Um, and one thing, I, years ago I asked you, I said, Elizabeth, what is exit planning to you? What's the essence of exit planning to you? And you paused for a minute, maybe not that long, maybe five seconds, and you said, it's asking questions. And one thing I didn't do as an advisor, in my, especially in my earlier years, is I didn't ask enough questions. I didn't know what questions to ask. So as a result, going back to Friday, the owners don't know really what to do. They know they're frustrated. They know they're burned up, but they don't know who to turn to because no advisor has ever asked the questions you and I and other exit planning advisors now ask. 
Um, so they were in the dark. Their current advisors never asked them any questions about this. And the current advisors, did, I suspect, didn't ask current questions because they didn't know what to ask. So right. it's just a, this big area of lack of knowledge that this podcast is, is going to absolutely clear up. Right. So I do tell people now that, you know, the questions that you ask will uncover the right answers and the right solutions for your clients. So you don't have to know everything, but you do have to know yeah. a lot of questions. Just do that. And, and just coming, coming off of that, we talk in exit planning at BEI that the answers owners give us aren't that important in a, in a sense. In a sense, they tell us exactly what they want to do. But what's important is we ask those questions, and if they say, for example, have you thought about selling your business someday? Oh, yes, I want to sell the business to a third party. Okay, that's important to know that, but it's also important to be asking that question because then we can follow up with, well, that's really interesting. What makes you want to sell the business to a third party? Right. And, and how did you come to that conclusion? How did you come to that conclusion? And have you ever tried before, yeah. and how did that go? So there are you know, 25 questions you can ask once you get the answer to the right. first one. And, and so we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about the types of questions you should ask, um, how the answers, we're not trying to find a particular answer as the advisor. We're trying to make sure the, our clients understand what it is they want, and we can define that as time, as time goes on. And the other thing I'd say that, that uh, this conversation has brought about is we're going to be talking a lot about the mistakes that I have made, that Elizabeth has, has made, and that we've seen other exit planning advisors make over time, and hopefully we've learned from those mistakes because you can't just start out in this area of exit planning and have some knowledge of how owners think and act, but move confidently forward thinking you're never going to make some mistakes. So hopefully we'll cover a lot of those mistakes so that you don't have to make them. Uh, but as time goes on, we make fewer and fewer mistakes. And we'll also have stories about the successes, mm -hmm. the things that we did do right in this whole planning process. And through all of this, we hope to give the listeners a good sense of what they can do to help their owners benefit from their life's work. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Join us for our next episode. For more content like this, please visit ExitPlanning.com.